know that when you have a purpose and a calling on your life, there's nothing that nobody, nobody, and nothing can happen. I am Angela C. Wright. Over the top, the gotcha, gotcha. Oh, your numbers has shrunk. He said, I don't know how, why. You're going to have to have mounds of security for me because you're not going to get me. If I wasn't depressed and going through what I was going through, I probably would have never started. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Break Free with your girl, Free. And today I have Mr. Manifester himself in the building, y'all. Help me welcome Dr. Carlton Curry. Thank you so much, my love, for having me. Oh, that, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't try to act humble. I don't want the humble. I don't want the humble, Dr. Carl. No, I want that. I am that. I am her. I am he. I am she. I want that. No, Humbly him. Humbly him. You know? Fred, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing good. Yes. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming. I got to tell you, your smile. Yes, thank it's you. It's contagious. Oh my God. It's like when you smile, not because you, you know, not because of your teeth, but you have like a childlike smile. Does people tell you that? All the time. Yeah. Like it's like the gift of gab. Mm -hmm. And I use it in a positive way. You do? Yes. I use it as medicine to heal others. Oh wow. Like literally, God giving me that and gave me that a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I, that was prophesied to me. Said a lot of people would be healed through your smile. Get out Literally. of here. And I knew back in 2018 when I made my first cute little corn, <laughs> I was going to get these teeth done so I could see the smile. <laughs> so 18 was when you made your first cute corn. Baby, my first meeting, that was at the age, in 2018, at the age of 29 years old. How did, how? Like, how did you do it then? Was it so, giving you the backstory, mm -hmm. um, I'm from Alabama, Talladega mm -hmm. to be exact. Then I went to school at Tuskegee University. Oh, Talladega is small. Talladega real small. That's like, where the federal prison is. I, I know you wouldn't know, but I mean, that's how I relate. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah. it really is. <laughs> yeah. But the first way is there, too. Yeah. yeah, and the first HBCU in the state of Alabama is there, Talladega oh, College. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, I'm from Talladega originally. Mm -hmm. Then I went to college at Tuskegee University in Tuskegee, Alabama. And what you take up at college? So, finance, business management, sales and marketing. Okay. So, with that being said, I uh, transferred here to Atlanta after college. PNC Bank um, recruited me. And so once I got recruited through PNC, I became a financial center manager. I was there for six years. Ooh. So I was doing your business lines of credit. I was known for that. That's oh, became, so you good. Baby. You good with the business lines. I, I'm not going to say I'm good. I would say I'm great. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> good is pretty much the hardest thing. You know? <laughs> I'm the goat of that, you know. Yeah. And been doing that quite some time now. Mm -hmm. And literally, going back to the story, when I was at the bank, I became very known because I assisted a lot of people with business funding. I was an anchor for a lot of people. Mm. So when you think about it, a lot of your restaurants that's open now, a lot of your beauty salons, a lot of people been at homes and stuff like that. I'm the man behind the scenes. Did you did you um did you particularly help like our people? Because you know, banks will sometimes like redline us, you know, or try to keep us out the door. Did you like really try to help your people? I hate that stigma because banks don't redline us, we redline us. Tell me about And that. I say that because at the end of the day, the Bible said you perish for lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So it's the lack of knowledge that we don't have what keeps us out of the financial institutions. Mm. Therefore, if I come to you and say, Shay, I need your last I-9s for your employees. I need your SS4 forms. I need these particular documents. And you're looking at me like, what is that? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Now you're intimidated. Now you're scared mm -hmm. because I'm asking you certain questions. Yeah. When I'm looking at you like... 
<laughs> you know we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can have for you yeah. five minutes if you want them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it just be stuff like that mm-hmm. that will really keep us and hinder us from moving forward and our business prospering simply because the lack of us not knowing mm-hmm. or even us trying to seek help because it's times too where I will consult with individuals and let them know, okay, I can actually assist you with this is in the third Let's talk off the radar because at the end of the day, I can't tell you that while sitting yeah, there. Like you know what I'm saying? There, like, yeah. But I would be like, consult with an accountant. Consult with your local CPA. Mm-hmm. And they like, oh, bro, I ain't even got that big boy. Like, I don't yeah. get over there. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, like. Yeah, but, you know, you, but you was help educating them as, as, yeah. as we grow. You yeah. understand? Mm-hmm. And then it's two, it's times where individuals I did meet outside and had one-on-one and I could be real with them. And be like, look, bro, this is simply this one-page document that you need. An accountant can, you know, orchestrate this for you and get this over to us to get the loan approved. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I started doing that. And then I started doing seminars and having different masterminds. And, you know, it just grew and grew and grew. And then I was able to help a lot of people. I helped a lot of people with funding. What did that first million feel like? Oh, glory. Be to God. <laughs> you understand? If I, you know, I love, I'm a PK. So, mm-hmm. for those that don't know, I am a PK. Yeah. So, my background. We're going to talk about that, too. My background yeah. is definitely spiritual, but I definitely felt like I felt Christ when I, <laughs> when I made that big. I'm like, oh, that's what it's all about. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was just that for me, like literally. And when I was assisting people and I then got into real estate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while I was still at the bank and I was like, you know what? I'm making a cute little corner of the real estate. I can do this primarily and I can also still consult with businesses outside of the bank because it's a conflict of interest. Yeah. So that was, you made one your side hustle and then one... Was like your go-to. And now they both my go-to. Mm-hmm. I, I can't have one without the other. Like, and, and when you wake up, you just... Do you ever pinch yourself at the life that you're living? Um, I don't, because God promised me abundance. Mm-hmm. He, pro- he promised us um, prosperity. So with that being said, I wake up knowing, like, God, without you, I would be nothing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And also, I tell people all the time, God knows our heart. Mm-hmm. So therefore, he knew that I was going to be a blessing to other people. Because how you measure success is truly how you be a blessing to other people. Right. Say that again. Say things. that again. How you measure success is truly how you be a blessing to other people. Right. So that's one of the things that I'm real prideful on is being a blessing to other people. Nobody can get over on me. Nobody can think they're using me because I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart. It's actually like a tax write-off for me. Okay. You understand? When yeah. I think about my relationship with God, yeah. he sent you in my life for a reason. Mm, and great. it's an assignment for me to keep it going. Because once it was also prophesied to me, once you complete this assignment, I then would destine you to your purpose. So I'm living with purpose, on purpose, mm-hmm. with purpose. So. On purpose, with purpose. On purpose. Y'all, I, I'm not even going to lie. I ain't even going to hold you. I don't even want to look over there. And I don't even want to look over there at my manager. But when I tell y'all I feel like I met my match today, I have met my match. You know, usually it's me dog walking around through that word. I'm doing walks through that word. You hear me? But I feel like I met my match, Dr. Carlton. Yes, God. So tell me, like, what was it like, you know, as a PK growing yes. up and then being gay? Right. Like, what was that like? What was that for you? Just what it is now. Um, I will say, too, one of the things, too, I love about my parents is that they was always accepted. And my mama, always, her favorite line is, I always knew. And she I, always knew. She always knew. Like, it would be times where, you know, I played football. My dad was the coach. I played baseball. People don't even know that all the way up to college. So people don't even see that because they now see me as a cheerleader. And I was like, oh, football player. <laughs> but with my mom, I will say, like, I could leave a football game and literally she ready to get home. Oh, we got to watch the housewives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
My dad up here trying to go through plays with me. And she took my called housewives on. Yeah. So it became very much that. And then I was like her shopping buddy. Mm-hmm. Like I have two sisters. Like mm-hmm. I'm the only boy. But I would be the one that with my mom going shopping at a young age. My mom also owned and operated her own beauty salon. Okay. So therefore, I would be, I would get off the school bus and they would call me. You know how they would say, can stay out of grown folk business. Yeah. They would call me like, come to the shop. <laughs> All the women at the shop. Mom like, wash your head. Like, yeah. And you young and you not even knowing. You like, oh my gosh. So, with that being said, it's always been accepted, even with my dad. Like, you know, he didn't ever care. And I never, like, we never really had the conversation. Oh, wow. But he never really cared. And now they're, like, my biggest supporter. Every project that I do, a lot of people don't know, my parents are my um, investors. So they invest in every real estate property that I have. That's together. what's up. Did the church, was the church, like, judgmental of you? No, I'm like, I've always been. Or did you not pay them no attention? For honestly, I've always been, and this might sound crazy, but I've always been like the celebrity. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, mm-hmm. I've always. People been, gravitated towards you. Yes, God. Yeah. Like, as a child, even my great grandma, God rest her soul, she used to always say, My baby gonna be somebody. My baby gonna be somebody. Like, I'd be three, four years old. She used to always say, My baby gonna be somebody. Out of everybody, she was like, My baby gonna be somebody. My cousins even hated it because they were like, Grandma, you ain't said that about us? Yeah. But she used to always say that. And even in the church family, like, because of my parents, mm-hmm. like, you know, of course, the pastors and the wife, they're going to get that extra treatment. That extra yeah. treatment. So yeah. it's like, when we walk in the church, the people stand up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when we go to funerals or go somewhere, they fix our place. Yeah. So sometimes, too, I carry it in my life like, people... This is the way I was supposed to be. <laughs> you supposed to wait on me. You yeah, supposed this was, to wait on yeah, me. Like, yeah, this is what I'm this used to. This is my life, you know. Seeing that as a child, because you know I'm a PK. Yeah. Yeah, so seeing that as a child, did you feel like, I felt like my dad had so much power. Yes. You yes. know, and I feel yes. like, too, that's the way I uh, articulate my men. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you know, coming up, like, I couldn't be with nobody who wasn't, like, that dude. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because I watched my father, I watched how people used to flock mm-hmm. to my to my father. Did you feel like, did you think, like, oh, we powerful? So I did think we powerful, but I thought the opposite. I thought my mom was powerful. Okay. So even now in my life, like, I carry myself kind of mimicking my mom. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, the first lady, yeah. like, that's what you really, because you could tell, okay, he's the head, but she's the neck. Mm-hmm. And the head can't move without her. Yeah. So okay. I would used to get deep into it and yeah. watch her, her her mannerisms and everything and how the people cater to her. And even when he get up and speak, he got to acknowledge her. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Give like, to God who's ahead of my life. And I want to say thank you to my lovely To my lady. beautiful wife. <laughs> I'm like, yes, mama. And she just. <laughs> so like, for me, yeah. it was like very much that, like, you know, her door get open. Yeah. You know, we fixed her plate first. Like, and she might cook, and, you know, my dad sit down, but I would watch that and watch how people gravitate to her, and it just, like, warmed my soul watching a strong black woman with a voice now. Because mm-hmm. one thing about my mom, she's very vocal. Mm-hmm. She don't believe, like, the religions of men. She just. Believe and love God. There's a difference between religion and Christianity for her. Okay, yeah, so your mom is into the prison ministry. That is great. You know, I live for her mom. I don't know you, but I love you. <laughs> yeah, so she's been doing that quite some time, too. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, she was the first African-American woman in our, in our city to do that. Like, nobody has never done prison ministry, and that's what she pretty much did. But my mama, if you're out there, you watching, girl, you know you my favorite. Girl, like, girl, period. I love you down. Like, I girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So being that you grew up in Talladega, such uh-huh. a small town, how did you have this huge vision? Like, did you always know you was going to be amongst the lights, the stars, the cameras, and action? As many times as I said this, I've always been the star. <laughs> 
I've always been humbly him. Like, you know, no tea, no shade. Yeah. Like, literally, I always knew this. Like, it's always been me, my personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I walk around, like, if I walk into a room, like, I'm the baddest one in there. Ain't nobody else in here but me. Like, yeah. all of the things. So but I always school, do that. did you get, like, uh, most popular, best dress? All of the things. <laughs> you didn't get every last one. All of the things. All of the things. Google me. <laughs> no, Yo, seriously. You got all of it? Always. Oh, like, I've always nice. been the people's champ. I've, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I have a pure heart. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type at all to um, bring nobody down. Yeah. I will build you up with me. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because my favorite line is that I'm not going to come down for you to come up. Yeah. You understand? If I'm up here, I will give you a hand up, not a hand out. Mm-hmm. So that's just always been my motto. Like, I live and thrive on loving on people because I come from a family of love. And so I just love and genuinely love people. And God has truly just elevated me within that, in that love realm. And so in return, I receive love. Mm -hmm. I receive so much love. Like even me being popular or my Instagram popping and like I receive a lot of love mail. I don't get a lot of hate mail at all. Like my DMs and uh, people coming up under my stuff, it'd be a lot of love. Like, oh, my God. One person wrote me up, they said, I never, it's only two people I want to meet, and that's Oprah Winfrey and you. Oh, and I was like, like oh, my God. Like. That meant the world to me. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, people see you in a different light. And so I just tell God to let me continue to my light to shine. Do you, are you grateful for the calling that's on your life? Oh, I am. I am. You don't take it for yes, granted. I do not. I do not. And, God, I need you on my best days as much as I need you on my worst days. So mm-hmm. I'm so thankful and grateful for my calling over my life, like, for real. What's your favorite scripture? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite scripture. Um, but I know Mark one thirty seven. I would say Mark sixteen and twenty five, and it's just pretty much saying share the gospel. Yeah. And oftentimes people don't know the gospel means share the truth. Mm -hmm. You understand? So we think about the word gospel. We think about Christianity, religion. Gospel means the truth. Right. So you can find the truth in R and B. You can find the truth in hip hop. You can find the truth on the streets. Mm -hmm. As long as we spreading the truth. Yes. Which is the gospel. I'm not confined to a box. Ever. Ever. Have you ever been, um, not not ashamed, uh, I don't want to use ashamed, have you ever been, like, insecure about your sexuality, about the person that you are? I have not. I've always just lived it and owned it. Mm-hmm. Um, even, like, me being a bigger guy, like, I will honestly say, like, I used big to be... Big fly guy. <laughs> big fly guy. <laughs> big fly guy. I used to be 420 pounds. Are you serious? Yes, people don't even know that. Back in 2020, I had the gastric sleeve. Mm-hmm. And um, I know when I was 420 pounds, there wasn't even no insecurities there. Like, once again, coming, well, that's why I love my mom. Like, she's always, you the Boy, baddest. You. You, the, yeah. you this. Like, or she'll be like, but let's go. you're very handsome, though. Thank you, that, Not that I need to tell you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, But I get that a lot. And so, like, for instance, she poured that into me. Like, mm-hmm. even, you know, from outfits and clothes and, you know, making sure that I look neat and dressed being a big guy. Yeah. Like, she did that for Smell me. Good. Smell good. Yeah. And you just genuinely found people that fell in love with it. And mm-hmm. I think... My presence intimidate a lot of other people, and it make other people feel insecure. And I'm like, why? But your smile discards people, you know. And and if other people are intimidated, you know, by you, it could be something in them. Yes. And it could also be just a tad bit of jealousy. Yeah. You know, to want to have what you have because I remember seeing you on Instagram before I actually met you, and I was just like, he seems fun. He seemed like the you know the life of the party. So the night that I did get a chance. To meet you, I instantly know. I was like, 
oh, no, I got to have him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I got to have him on the podcast because even then watching you from afar in the room, you know, looking at you interact with mm. people, and it's just a... This it, it, once again, it's your smile. Yeah, yeah, your smile in the way that you make people light up and laugh, and and you you know you think you're a little comedian too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that from my dad. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to. You have um your brunch club. Yeah, the and, Black Brunch Club. Yeah, and tell me about that. So the Black Brunch Club is something that my best friend Harold and I created. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pretty much what we used to do after church every Sunday we used to go to brunch. And so Harold is a dope creative. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he'll make that brunch seem like it was 10 times lit than what it was. <laughs> and, like, literally every Sunday, so people used to be like, where, where y'all, y'all at? Where yeah. y'all at? Where y'all at? Where y'all going today? This is in the third. And we were invited. And I'm like, you know, we can capitalize off these people writing us. Like, where we at type yeah. of thing. And so he and I both came up with the Black Brunch Club mm-hmm. because we wanted to curate a safe space for people to come out and have a good time. And so we did that, formed our LLC, partnered up with one of the restaurants that I assisted. And um, we went up, like, literally every first Sunday. And I'm like, whoa, this is bigger than what I imagined. Mm -hmm. Like, we got a line outside. Like, this is crazy right now. And then we just rolling with the money. And I'm like, I'm not no party promoter, but hey, if God, you called me to do this, that's what I'm going to do. And so it was just pretty much a space where other individuals can come out and brunch on Sundays and have a feel-good time. Mm -hmm. And you will leave there better than what you came. Okay. And so that's what it was about. Yeah, and so now you still y'all still do it so we still doing it but now we at like therapy thursdays oh okay uh-huh so every first thursday of the month we at therapy lounge it's called therapeutic thursdays you know going back into that mental space mm-hmm. um and so that's what we're doing right now and we just kind of started there we only had our second one but the black brunch club would continue to roll that and it's going be bigger and bigger and bigger. Why did you choose therapy? Um, they chose us. Like, oh, they chose uh-huh. You. uh-huh. They reached out to us mm-hmm. and was like, "You guys were doing an amazing job with the Black Brunch Club on the Sundays." Because the only reason we stopped it, we did it for two years straight at the restaurant. They closed the restaurant, oh. and so because they, the developers buying that building, mm-hmm. they're gonna build a hotel right there. So we put it on pause for a year, and then they reached out to us and said, "We've been watching y'all. Um, we want to bring a crowd out on Thursday nights, and we know." You guys are bringing that safe space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because yeah. oftentimes with these restaurants and lounges, you know, they be wanting to just have a feel-good time. They don't want all that riffraff. Mm-hmm. And so they know our type of crowd that we'll bring. You yeah, know? so you stand behind it. And that brand, like, people obviously have fell in love with you and Harold, what y'all represent, what y'all bring. Yes. Yeah. So, and I would tell you, too, like, individually, like, you know, I built a brand for myself, and Harold has built a brand for himself. Like, you know, shout out to the Ayers Agency because my best friend works for them as well. Yeah. And um, literally just being that dope creative, and we bring in, you know, like-minded individuals but in different spectrums together to have a good time is the overall mission. Yeah, and, and what is what would you say, what do you use to get through, like, when you're having a hard time or, like, um, if you have a setback, like, how do how do you get through it? Because on the outside looking in, you know, people would believe nothing ever goes wrong in your life, you know. But we can't be delusional. Right, 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 so, right. So how do you get through those hard moments? So for me, honestly, it's so funny you say that because I deal with that on a daily. Mm. And uh, people say, "What do you deal with?" I'm in real estate heavy. I'm a real estate developing investor, and I have properties. I also do exotic car rentals. And it's something happening. Many bags, y'all. Many bags. Pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always something that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I literally think, and I stop and pause, because sometimes it'll gas me at times. And I'll be like, but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. But I'm still here. Yeah. And it'll be like, okay. And God reminds me, too, y'all. And I want to 
tell you, every viewer that's watching, is the insurance of your life. You understand, oftentimes we got our car insurance, we got our mortgage insurance, we have these different type of insurance, but the ultimate insurer is the man above. Mm -hmm. And there's so many times where he spared my life, and I think on those moments, and I just start crying about, God, I thank you for that. Mm. And I just become into a season and a mindset right then and there of gratitude. Yeah. And that really what gets me by. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this could have been really worse. This could have took my life. Yeah. This could have, you know, they could have robbed me. They mm -hmm. could have stole this from me at gunpoint, but yeah. it did not happen that way. And God, I thank you for that. And then it'll just be certain stuff to me that'll just be like, you know, calm down. Mm -hmm. And I and that's exactly how I get through all of that. Like, literally just think about, you know, and just thanking God for how he did save me. If it don't take my life, y'all, I really don't get too much involved. Like, I don't really let my feelings get involved. Like, if it didn't kill me or anything. And I tell people this all the time. Hurt people hurt people. Right. But heal people heal people. Woo! You understand? Heal people heal people. So, I'm in a season. I'm in a lifetime mm -hmm. of healing. Mm -hmm. And so, that's all you're going to hear me say many times in many ways. I'm healed. Yeah. And for that, I, I, I thank God for that. Yeah. And, and so, I consider you a manifester. Yes. And that's because... It seems like whatever Carlton wants, whatever Carlton speaks, you get. You yes. know, do other people, like, do you look at yourself as a manifester? I do. I'm real big on manifestations, and I'm mm -hmm. also big on affirmations mm -hmm. and speaking it over your life and knowing that power and life is in the tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we got to start believing it instead of just saying that. Mm -hmm. Believe that. Mm -hmm. And so when you start believing it, you, you call it out. Like, today I was talking to a friend. We was getting groceries out the car. And he was like, um, you better manifest it over my life. I said, I'm speaking it to what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking it what it is so. Yeah. It is that. Yeah. And this is what I see in you. Mm -hmm. But you got to believe that. You understand? That's the difference between me and a lot of people. The reason I'm so successful and the reason why some people are not is because of my belief. Yeah. And I, I believed that I was successful before I was successful. Yeah. I was a millionaire before I was a millionaire, mm -hmm. mentally. In your mind. In my mind. Yeah, yeah. What a man think is? And so is he. Yeah. But believe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you will receive that, mm -hmm. like, wholeheartedly. And that's the difference between me and a lot of people. I believe that. And you know what, people, I'm glad you said that. You have to speak it, but you have to believe it. It's a different type of feeling. When you believe something, when you are fully persuaded that it's going to happen, no man, no woman, no hell, no break, whatever, Whatever may come, come on it cannot deter you from what you already now. believe in your heart. Yeah. And a lot of times, I know people think you're crazy. Mm -hmm, they do. Uh -huh, but I would, too, <laughs> if I didn't have the same belief system. Yeah. I would, too. Mm -hmm. You understand? And when I go out and get in my exotic cars or please live the way about, I do. Please talk about the cars listen. because I was going to bring up um, one day, one, one morning, you put a reel up. Uh -huh. And it was like keys. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly what you uh -huh. said over it, but it was I just I said like, manifested it, wanted it, bought it, and all in my business name. Like Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in the cars. Let's, let's let's talk about them cars. Like <laughs> we can't we can't we can't make light. We cannot make light, baby. <laughs> to God be the glory. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say too, as you guys know, my name is Carlton. And C A R is the first three letters in my name, so car. Mm -hmm. So I'm infatuated with cars. Like, I love cars. I've always been into cars. Even as a child, I wanted, you know, cars. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I um I got into exotic cars, like, at a very young age. At, 
age of 16, I had a Cadillac. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. I was in my act. Okay. Period. Okay. And then I came here after college. My parents bought me my graduation gift was a Cadillac Escalade. Because okay. I wanted to Escalade. Oh, the big boy Escalade. Uh, the big boy. Yeah. Uh, mind you, I told you I was 420 pounds. I was yeah. a big boy. Yeah. And so um, after that, I was just like, well, put it on my vision boards. Like, oh my God, I want a Bentley. Mm-hmm. Like, my first success car going to be a Bentley. Yeah. And like, I would literally manifest it and say, this is what I'm going to get. And I'm working towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Because, too, it's not all about manifestation, too, y'all. You have to put in the work. Yeah. You have to put in the work. Don't think you could just say it and it's going to happen. Put in the work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? God, order my steps. Lean not to my own understanding. That's mm-hmm. what a lot what's wrong with a lot of people, too. They lean to their own understanding. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a real, a true believer of that and grounded in his word and his purpose for my life. Because like I said, God told me, once you complete this assignment, I then will destine you to your purpose. And I'm living on purpose. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm living on purpose. Yeah. And I just tell people that all the time. I definitely want to make sure that we as individuals take our belief system and truly manifest those things and walk according to his word. The world is yours. Yeah, the world is yours. It, it really and is. And I'm only 35 years old. And I did been doing this ever since I was 29. Like, well, been doing it way before, but to actually see the fruits of the labor was you at the age of 20. 35? Yes. I'm thinking we're in the same age bracket. We look the same. Yeah, you we look do. Good, so you look <laughs> Thank good. You. <laughs> Thank you. I try. I try. <laughs> no, that yes. is even more marvelous that you're 35 and just able to thrive and just live and like you said live on purpose that's you know that's what it's about Mm -hmm. and being able to give back and pour into others like you know sometimes people get to a certain plateau you know Mm. i've arrived i've made it and then they forget about everybody else but i feel like true fulfillment comes when you have arrived but you've helped others Uh arrive with you yeah yeah i tell people all i aspire to do is inspire before i expire Mm, you come up with a punchline. All right, don't, don't even worry about it. I know who to call when I need a caption. Bob, yeah. we got somebody else we got to bring on. No, for real. Yeah. So, like, I just want to put people in positions to win. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that's the difference between, like, when I think about a successful business, I think about persistent and consistent. Mm-hmm. Persistent is I'm being precise because I'm going after something that I want. Yeah. Consistent is making sure that I keep it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to do with your life, your business, everything. Stay persistent and consistent. And once you do those two things, boom, 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 boom. How do you know when you when you went from speaking it to believing it? Is um, that feeling that you get is there, you know, to help someone? Well, you know, we're helping people break free. So how do you, when you go from actually speaking a thing to believing it? So I believe it before I speak it. Mm-hmm. You understand? I really believe it. Like I speak affirmations and stuff over my life. And, like, certain things come to me in dreams. Mm. And I be like, oh, I believe it is so. I believe it is so. I believe it is so. Then I start speaking that thing, like, this is what I want. This is how I want it to look. This is very specific. And it happens for me. And that's one of the things, too, I like to tell people all the time is that once you come so in tune with who you are and who you are, are. Yeah. you'll know who you're not. Yeah. yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody. I'm mm-hmm. not here to persuade everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the people that I'm here for. Yeah. And those are the lives I want to touch. I don't care if it's one or a hundred people. Those are the lives that I want to touch. Those are the lives that I want to see a change. I go live on Instagram. I go live to change a life. Mm-hmm. You understand? I do these podcasts to change a life. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I commend you on, too. Like, literally, you're break free. Thank you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're breaking free from so many stigmas mm-hmm. that the world have against us. And for that, you're going to set so many other people free. 
Oh, because it's must. It's not about you. Yeah. Oh no. It's not no, about no, no. you. It's bigger than me. Come on now. It's the mission is much me. greater yeah. than you. Yeah. My father. Sometimes you know he always had to remind me back when I was in the streets and things like people have naturally always been drawn to me. So I used it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, and God had to sit me down and found myself in that federal prison. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? But I always believed that I was getting out. Yeah. You know, the prosecutor told me your parents will be dead. When you come home, and I told him you will, you probably will be too. Yeah. I didn't let it affect me come because on. I knew within my heart, my parents was not going to be dead before I came home, and I was not going to be sixty years old getting out of prison. Yeah. I believe that thing. And free comes from y'all call me Shay. Yeah, that's my nickname. But people call me free. It came from when I was in prison. Yeah, and I and I told them mm-hmm. start calling me free. I yeah. even told the guards the entire prison. Call me free. Call me free because I believed every time somebody said yeah. it, they was being in agreement yeah, with me yeah, that yeah. I was going to be free. Uh-huh. I and I that. just wholeheartedly, uh-huh. you know, stuck to it. And and even with this podcast, back in prison, I cut a mic out of a magazine one day and I stuck it to my, my uh, composition notebook that I wrote in and I put on it. Uh, number one podcast in the world. Yeah. And at this time, I, had, I, I still had a 30-year sentence. But I believed that when I got out, I was going to be able to do my oh, podcast. Yes. yes, it's just now coming two years later, but just because something is delayed does not mean and it's that. Denied. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I too try to work, but sometimes I will slip back mm-hmm. and, and second guess myself. Or if something's not happened as fast as I want it to mm-hmm. happen, then I'll be like, "Oh well, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it's not. Maybe it's right. not." You know? Right. Yeah. So tell me, what is next? Dr. Carlton Curry. So for me, I ultimately want to kind of, to be honest, you start my own podcast. Are you going to have me on? Of course. Okay. Of course. Um, I do have my YouTube out. So y'all, my life is Carl. If you on watching, please go out, like, subscribe to my YouTube. And my ultimate goal, y'all, is to have sold out arenas of me doing public speaking. Like, cause I love to speak. I love to encourage. I love to empower. And I actually want to have like awakening ceremonies, like, Truly, it's sold out arenas where I'm just doing big, you know, motivational speaking type gigs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I um, I took um, Doctor uh, Doctor Eric Doctor Eric Thomas. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. class when uh-huh. I came home. Well, his school. I went right. to his school to become a certified, you know, speaker just to understand the business side of yep. speaking. Because I feel like speaking is it's either you have it or you don't. Right, it's the gift of gab. Yeah, I don't feel like you can train to be a speaker. People <laughs> might not agree with me, uh-huh. but I personally don't feel like yeah. you can train to be a mm-hmm. speaker. But you also need to know that business side, you yeah. know. And that's what I got. I got some really good, you know, pieces out. But I can see you, mm-hmm. you know, on uh, doing panels or bringing people on. And yeah. So what kind of podcast do you want? So mine's, and I already, um, you know, trademarked. It's called Sip and Flip Podcast. Mm-hmm. So we'll just pretty much talk about how you took a little something and you flipped it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So when you sipping sip something, uh uh-huh, when you sip something, you're taking a little. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're not really good. So you took a little and you made it a lot. Like to your thing, God will make you rule over a lot if yeah. you just be faithful, faithful over a little. Few. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you literally was faithful over that sip and mm-hmm. that you was doing. Then you flipped it and made a ruler of a big thing. So that's kind of like my logistics of it. So I will be bringing on individuals like yourself, mm-hmm. you know, talking about how you was a school teacher. Mm-hmm. But look beyond that now and how life transcends for you in a whole different way than you or your parents could imagine, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's pretty much that. That's yeah. what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So we're, we're, when are you going to start? Um, Top of the year, okay. 2024, a lot is coming. I've already kicked off the YouTube mm-hmm. 
So I was trying to focus on that because I'm like a poster stamp. I stick the one thing till I get there. Okay. Once I'm delivered, then yeah. I'm on to the next. Yeah. I got this. Uh huh. I got this should. one up, running, moving, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I want to do. So I got the YouTube up and running. Got that on autopilot. Got my team situated. Then we'll go into the um, podcast. So what is my life a call? Like, tell, what is my life a call? So my what life. What do they expect when they see my life a call? <laughs> Grand <laughs> lifestyle, <laughs> over the top, the gotcha, gotcha, like. <laughs> The Rolls Royces, the Bentley, the Jewelry. Yeah, because I know earlier when I told him about them cars, see, I know what he drives, right? But I wanted him to say it, but I see he only gave the Bentley. So when we went to break, I said, yeah. I see you tell us about that Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got the color name. So that's when they think of my life is Carl, but they also think healer. Mm-hmm. They also think provider. Mm-hmm. They also think brother. They also think sister. They yeah. also think like <laughs> confidant, yeah. you know, and I, I, I'm thankful and grateful for it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a, t- uh, a, do you have like a tight circle? I really do. So mm-hmm. I got an unofficial house and it's called the House of Currency. And so, of course, my last name is Curry, but we and I also get to the money. So we took both of that currency and currency, Curry together mm-hmm. and made it the house of currency. So I have mentees that I call, like, my kids, but they're like my mentees. And one of the things that I focus on is, for one, their mental health, mm-hmm. their peace. And also we talk about business credit, personal credit, you know, and elevating their businesses and things of that nature. And I'm so excited because, too, I've seen it over and over, um, people that's in my close niche. I've assisted them with getting houses. I've assisted them with introducing them to an Ashana or something mm. and getting jobs. Isn't she great? Like, yes, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Like, um, And so for that, you know, I, I, I know I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then tell me something. What's like, it, it's really hard. I don't even know if you have, like, what is your wildest dream? What is your wildest dream? Do you have one, a wildest dream? Because I feel like you've, you're already, like, living out your dream. I have lived out a lot that people could only imagine. Mm-hmm. I really have. Um, and I just tell God every day, continue to use me. And whatever that looks like for me, continue to use me. If I'm going to let anybody use me, it's going to be God. Not nobody else. Not nobody else. <laughs> in God, I trust. <laughs> like, literally, use me in whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Whatever dream that is that I have for myself and that you see ordained and fit for my life, use me. Allow that to be. What is your ideal partner? Um, my ideal partner is someone that I could grow with, someone that could be there for me, um, that bring peace. As we know, peace surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. Somebody that first can bring me peace um, when I'm going through Cussing out these contractors every yeah. day and do you things have your of that own contractors? Uh huh, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Um, you know, and going with the city of Atlanta, like <laughs> with the permitting process, somebody that could just bring me peace and give that act of service. That's one of my love language, act of service, quality time. And so if somebody that could bring that and also be have motion. You gotta have big motion. I understand too. My life could be intimidating, but just have Mary. some motion, like literally, because I promise you, I could take you to the next level. I really could. <laughs> I really. Could. But I gotta see it first, you. okay? Let me, let me upgrade Because <laughs> I tell people all the time, it ain't tricking if you both got it. Oh. <laughs> okay, like yeah. it ain't tricking if you both got it. Yeah. So that's kind of like my idea partner. Somebody. But if they can't, if their bank can't match your bank. If that's okay, yeah. that's okay. If they bank can't match my bank, they create a score can't match mine, which nine times out of ten cannot. Like <laughs> that girl. Like, <laughs> 
But no, like if that's it's truly okay because we can get there. Yeah. We can truly get there. I just want to see you put in the work though. Mm -hmm. I, if I see you trying, I see you moving and shaking on your own trying to get it. I, I, I will do it. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. So you know, I cannot let you leave yes. at all without giving the people a word. Like I, I want you to give a word that you feel that's in your spirit or your heart. Something in this time, something in this area that you feel like you know we coming into another year and. Um, you know, there could be a lot of anxieties right. and everything. So just give the people a word. I would just honestly tell people all the time is to check on your people. Oftentimes we check on each other's stories, but we don't know each other's story. Mm -hmm. And for that, you know, I've I heard a song by Lil Bianca. She said, I've been drinking for the last five days. Have you checked on me? And so oftentimes when you guys have strong friends or friends that you think got it together, because I, I get a lot of that. People think, oh, he got it together. He said, no, check on me. I'm human. You understand? So check on your people, love on your people genuinely, and I promise you God will take you to the next level because God don't play by his people. At all. And that's one of the things I like to tell people all the time. And sometimes it's best you leave people alone because mm. some people don't know how connected they are until they disconnected. Woo! So sometimes you have to disconnect the people mm -hmm. and let them feel it from the outside. Let them know it's a line outside. It's a line. It's a line outside. Oh, and I was blessed you. before I met you, and I'll be blessed even after. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, Say, my last question. No, no, no. This, you cannot leave the Break Free Podcast without the signature question. Tell me something that you're in bondage to and you feel like you need to break free from. I feel like I need to break free from Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sprite, we need it in <laughs> But no, all jokes aside, honestly, um, what I do want to get into is a more healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I do want to break free from, you know, that childhood eating. You know, we we ate good and we don't eat no nothing healthy. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that's pretty much the only thing I struggle with mm -hmm. is my weight. And honestly, like I stated before, I was 420 pounds. I'm 250 pounds now, so I lost a lot of weight by the surgery. But I still don't eat right. You, you want to lose more weight? You don't need to lose no more weight. Um, I do want to get down a little bit. My whole entire family on my dad's side, everybody has passed away from obesity, oh. from my dad, mom, his grand, his grandma, yeah, like I mean, we're just a domino for everybody's a diabetic, you mm -hmm. know, even my mom, daddy. So it's like, this is our life, and you know, I went in to the doctor and said I was borderline diabetic. Mm -hmm. So it's like I have to eat better. So I, definitely, I want to get into that going into the new year ASAP, mm -hmm. and that's what I feel like I need to break free from. Yeah, because you can't be cute and with a coin, but it's not healthy, you know, because you won't get to enjoy it. You've been worked all this Health time. Health is wealth. Yeah, yeah. Built all these grand old houses yeah. and everything. Uh, and I just want to know, the dream home, when it's complete, so, am I invited? Of course, <laughs> of course. And hopefully my 10th annual Friendsmas Soray is there next year. Okay. Mm -hmm. It will be there yeah, next year. It will be yeah, there next year. It will year. be there next year. And you never know. Maybe I could do my live podcast session there at the mansion. No, you will do it there. Okay. 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 <laughs> I thank you so much. I yes, love you. I love your personality. I love everything you represent. Yes. And I know that God is going to continue yes. to elevate you and take you the places that you dream of. And I hope we partner on that sold out arena, baby. Come on now. Yeah, Come on now. Let's do it. And I had to touch you because I believe in touching and agreeing. Mm -hmm. I really do. I believe in touching and agreeing. Mm -hmm. Once again, it's back to that belief. Yeah. And so I, everything you spoke over me, I speak back to you 10 times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prepare to be sick of me. Y'all heard what he said. <laughs> they already speak up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they are. And I just didn't know, right? <laughs>
Y'all, I enjoyed him today. I hope y'all did too. Yes. Make sure you tune in. My Life is Carl on YouTube. Go follow him. I promise y'all, every morning, he wakes up with something to get you through the day. There's always a word before he go to bed or something, and then you get to see all that fabulousness, baby, because that baby got a closet, okay? I'll see y'all next time. Remember, it's always delusion until they see it happen. <laughs>